0: Hello, and welcome back to New Paradigm Healing. This series focuses on ayahuasca-assisted therapy. Our intention is to educate, inform, and support the conscious and responsible use of ayahuasca in the Western context. If you want to know more about ayahuasca assisted therapy and our upcoming trainings and workshops, sign up for our mailing list to be the first one to know about the latest news at avatarhealingarts.com. Hello and welcome to everybody. We're gonna start with an opening meditation to open this space. So let's just close our eyes and connect with our breath. Just taking some deep breath into
1: your body, feeling the fresh air flowing into your body as you inhale, just allowing your body to soften and relax as you exhale, tuning into this natural rhythm of your breath. And just allowing your body to soften and to open as you breathe. Bringing all your awareness to your breath and to your physical body. Just noticing if there is any tension in your body, if there is any holding, any restriction or contraction. Just invite the breath into those spaces to open,
2: to to relax and to create space. And just
1: allow the breath to flow through your whole body
2: like a wave reaching each cell every
1: molecule, every atom in your being. As you inhale, you feel you're being infused with this life force energy, this fresh air, oxygen.
2: You feel your cells smiling and happy. As you breathe, just move your awareness
1: into your feet, drawing your breath down into your legs, into your feet,
2: all the way into your toes. And even further down
1: deep into your roots, your energetic roots
2: that are connecting you into the earth.
1: i just feeling this connection with the element of earth
2: through your feet, through your roots. And allowing
1: this beautiful, nurturing and nourishing energy of the mother earth to flow into your body, just relaxing and softening and allowing yourself to be held by the earth sinking into the earth connecting with the energy of the mother earth
2: gaia sophia Prachamama, the great divine feminine goddess and just resting in her embrace Receiving all this love from the earth,
1: remembering our connection to the earth, and just feeling the element of earth in our body
2: as we feel the element of air. Now gently move your awareness
1: up to your heart. And just feeling into this heart space. Maybe you feel the rhythm of your heart. Maybe you feel your blood flowing through your veins. Just connecting with the element of water in the emotional body, in the feelings, in the heart
2: space. And just imagine that
1: beautiful rainbow light shooting from your heart into all directions, mm-hmm. connecting you with your human family.
2: And your galactic family.
1: And just feeling the presence of the guardians of the four directions around us,
2: the guardians of the earth, the elements. And just breathing into this
1: sense of connectedness and unconditional love that connects us to all living
2: things. And feeling yourself as being an important
1: and unique part of this beautiful tapestry of life.
2: Love and connection through the heart.
1: Now slowly move your awareness up into your head, to the top of the head, to your crown, and
2: imagine your crown opening and connecting
1: to higher realms, to your ancestors, your spirit guides, your galactic family of light. Just calling our higher selves to be present in this
2: space with all of our guardians and guides. We breathe as we
1: pray that this space be a space of healing and learning and spreading light, love, and service that we can be clear channels and vessels for love unconditional love and service to others at this important time of transition on this planet. We pray that this space will be a safe haven for all beings who need rest or support or guidance at any point in their
2: life. We pray to contribute to the
1: collective with our gifts or love or light for the benefit of all mankind,
2: for the benefit of all living beings. Kodosh Kadosh, Kadosh, Adonai,
1: Sabayat
2: dois, 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 sabaior
3: Call upon the highest light. Call upon the I am presence. Call upon the highest self of everyone who is gathered here to receive the offerings.
2: We ask for guidance, support, and assistance
3: in these perfect offerings. We celebrate the goddess presence here in this gathering and we celebrate the highest self and presence of all who come to listen to the sharing we'll be doing. We call upon the spirit of wisdom that it may flow through the hearts and words of everyone here as we share. May we meet the needs of all who come to us for guidance and support. May we speak the message that will be of the highest service.
2: May we bring clarity guidance, understanding, wisdom, healing, and wholeness. To all who come to us and to the world as we offer ourselves in service. And so it is. Dear
4: Source, dear Divine, dear Tao, dear Creator, dear all beings of light, love, and ascension, we love you, we honor you, we deeply respect and appreciate you. To all the souls in this space right now, on this round table, as well as all the souls of our ancestors, we love and appreciate each other. We offer forgiveness between our ancestors for anything we may have har- done to have harmed or hurt one another in any past lives. And of course, offer our deepest apologies for anything we or our ancestors may have done in this life for any past to have harmed or hurt one another. We are so grateful to come together in this way, to clear any karma, to create more light and more love. To close the prayer, I'm going to offer a short Tao song blessing. For all the souls tuning into this conversation, offering a blessing for the heart and for the mind so that the heart can be open to receive the powerful information to be shared in this field, and as well as the mind to simultaneously be releasing any narratives or beliefs that may stop them from having an open heart to transformation from hearing our stories, we are so grateful. Dear source, dear divine, dear Tao, dear all my spiritual elders, please come. Please offer a blessing as appropriate to everyone in the room, as well as those on the line. We are so grateful and happy to serve. Please heal as appropriate. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, love you, love you. Blessings begin. Hey, hala
5: ashiru, hey hala
2: I <laughs> am <laughs> Thank
0: you, thank you, thank you. Love you, love you, love you. Gong song, gong song, gong song. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful sisters. Big welcome to all of you. I'm so grateful that you answered this call and you made the time. Uh, to be here with us today and and welcome to all of our listeners who are tuning into to this episode and this is the first roundtable hopefully in a long series that we are organizing here. My name is Nina Itzel and uh, our intention with this roundtable is really to unite healers and teachers across the globe to join in service, to educate and uplift humanity in this time of global transition. Uh, Our focus is healing, awakening and self-empowerment, expanding our awareness of who we truly are. And we stand on the common ground that we are all healers and love is the medicine that heals old wounds and bring us together as a real family that we are. And we walk many paths, but we all walk the one path of the one heart so welcome this today this episode we're going to talk about why ayahuasca can't heal us and we we pick this topic because this is a lot of people are interested in this topic and everybody who is at this round table has personal experience with this beautiful teacher plan. so i'm so excited to to dive into this topic and um, to begin, I think the best would be just to introduce ourselves. And if you would like to share a few words about yourself, what you feel is the most relevant right now, and you would like to share with our listeners and in particular, how the medicine came into your life and, and how it affected with your life. So I'm gonna just put the stick in the middle and whoever feels first to share you're welcome um, to share your perspective.
2: So I'll go ahead and jump in because I don't know how long I'll be on the call. Um, My name is
6: Angela, hi everyone. Um, I live in South Florida. I run a retreat center, a trauma center here in South Florida called Temple of the Sun. And, um, I've, and how I got started with medicine is I was traveling in Europe and Ayahuasca called me. Um, this was eight, almost nine years ago. And I hadn't heard of her before then. And when I met someone who was telling me about her, it was like my first activation. Like I could see and feel her. And, it w- and I thought I was going to be able to sit when I was in Europe and it didn't align. And so it would be a couple years after that, she would actually take me through my first ceremony and dream time, the exact ceremony that I would go through while drinking the medicine. So I had discovered I had breast cancer tumors in my right breast and I knew I needed healing, but I'm not traditional in any way, shape or form. So I was like, I need to go to the Amazon or the Amazon needs to come to me. And so it would lead me to my first ceremony almost two years after I felt the first tumors. And I just literally erased them from my mind. And once she came around and called again, I went and sat and I had the exact same ceremony. But this time she showed me how to put my hands on my body to heal the tumors instantly. And so I believe in instant healing. And I believe that the medicine's here to remind us that we can heal ourselves that we have the consciousness now more than ever with everything that's on the planet, that these are belief systems that we're meeting within ourselves. These limitations, uh, past conditions, stuck emotions, repressed trauma. So uh, these physical manifestations are showing us pieces and parts of ourselves that we have yet to integrate. And that's a big part of what ayahuasca has shown me, reminded me Um, and continues to teach me how to love myself just as I am, not the better version of myself, not the version that I need to be tomorrow or that I will be, but that the version I am right now with all of my walls, wounds, and imperfections, that the deeper I go as a spiritual leader into moving out of perfectionism and into the space of love that creates and holds space for all things, just as they are, that I soften deeper into that space within myself and then I can hold that for others. And I truly, truly believe that mother's here to teach us this now more than ever. This is why we're seeing more and more people have less and less visions. It's more felt, it's softer, it's quieter. And it's people are almost like, well, I'm not getting a breakthrough. Like, no, this is your breakthrough. This is the energy of the feminine that's rising in every one of us right now on the planet that's inviting us to feel and to be softer and to listen and to quiet and, and have her walk us home to those places that have been silenced for far too long. And um, yeah, she's been a gift that keeps on giving whenever I need to meditate or listen more. I, can, I have enough medicine in my system to just listen, to just drop into that space. So thank you so much for creating this round table. Thank you for allowing me to, to share my uh, sacredness on this path. Uh, communing with the mother and communing with all of the women on this call today.
2: So thank you.
3: I'll I'll go ahead and go. Um, I'm Diana Myers, and um, I can't remember when we started recording. So I'll just say um, I'm the founder of the uh, Psychedelic Society of America. Um, I'm coming from Southwest Florida. And um, yes, I, my experience with ayahuasca uh, took me in and showed me my fears. And I discovered that my fears weren't just fears, they were terror. <laughs> and in that experience, I learned that I could be with my fear and be okay at the same time. And as harrowing as that sounds, the truth is that the result of that experience removed daily anxiety from my life. It removed depression, it removed anxiety, it cured a 30-year sleep disorder. When I realized I could be afraid and be okay, At the same time, wow, that was just, it just so changed my life. I was able to sleep. I can sleep. Wow. I sleep like crazy now. It's beautiful. (laughs) And I get up in the morning and I feel the fear and it's okay. (laughs) It's just okay to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid and show up. It's okay to be afraid and show up for myself and for others to be authentic. I am whole even in my fear. I'm whole exactly as I am. And that's a beautiful thing. It's, it's beautiful to be able to take up that space and hold that space for others in a way that's real in a way that's really real from an experiential standpoint it's not an idea it's a knowing it's an experience and that is revolutionary um it's been revolutionary for myself and for my ministry so i'm forever grateful for the medicine and wow the everything that it's brought into my life
2: so I'll pick up the stick.
5: Hello, everyone. My name is Anna. I live in Nosada, Costa Rica. Um, my medicine journey started with the grandfather peyote. He, he healed my back. I had broken my back when I was a teenager and just literally the instant I put the medicine on my tongue completely healed my back and... Um, And that wasn't my intention. I was actually very like judgmental and negative about it. And he just, he wanted me to remember. He wanted to grab my attention and I'm basically just his servant (laughs) in getting him here. And um, wow, he is my biggest teacher, like changed my life, such a teacher and has really given me a beautiful foundation for this work with ayahuasca who called me just a year or so after um, a peyote for the first time. And that's just been this really beautiful relationship of getting to know her. And um, then recently I started assisting with her and wow, she's, she's gotten to the roots of things. She's, you know, she, I need to heal or something in the past that I need to heal. And then she she gets to the root of it. She shows me exactly where it came from, and that is self healing. That is like, wow, remembering. You know, my body remembering, my mind remembering, um, taking care of it, clearing it. And one night, things that have affected me my whole entire life. And uh, yeah, she's been incredible. And and like Angela said, you know, that love, like she's given me that self-love, like I really love myself, like really, and she's given me my power, like making me empowered, and giving me that power to open my toolbox, and using my tools, everything I've been learning from the Red Road, I'm using with the ayahuasca, and it's, it's really beautiful and and now walking in kind of this new helping people it, it's so needed it's so needed people from the city people you know from the states needing a place a safe place to come do the medicine in nature and that is my my goal right now something that's really wanting to be birthed um for a lot of people And down the stick.
2: Alex, would
1: you
0: like to say some words?
2: Yeah, thank you so much.
4: Thank you again so much for creating this space. So again, my name is Alexander show Hastings. I am many things. We can call it a spiritual life coach for now, healer, <laughs> but you know, my projector energy, anyone asks something of me, I figure it out and I do it and I help them. <laughs> so, yeah, there's really such a story to my journey, so I know and I know that we only have a couple minutes, so um, I'll just give the short clip notes as to how I got here and why ayahuasca and just plants in general are so significant to me in my life and my healing as well as my my entire family, actually. It's really just by me being with the medicine, it's ignited something in my family. Um, so I'm a survivor of childhood sexual trauma and I've experienced a lot of death really young. My mom passed away when I was six and my father when I was eighteen. and I really went deep into addiction and all the things and um, then I went down a very Western way of healing. Uh, I found myself in a private mental health hospital at the age of 23. I put myself there to live, and, and it, it didn't resonate with me. Not once did anyone mention soul. Anytime I would you know talk about my spirit, my parents in a spiritual way, it was completely completely denied. Um, I was leaving on the weekends to go integrate with my life a little bit, like they suggested. And I was, of course, I was sitting with cannabis and then it was really my anxiety medicine and I was being shamed and judged for that. And so I went through the program and did it, but I knew that it really woke me up to the fact that there's got to be another way. Um, And so, of course, like a lot of other 23 year olds, I found myself on a beach in Thailand learning yoga, becoming a yoga teacher and I woke up to plant medicines. I woke up to ayahuasca and I didn't know anything about it, but I heard someone mention it. And I looked at them and I was like, that's what I need to do. That's, that's, that's it. So end ended up going home, fast forward. I actually borrowed money from a friend to book a trip to Peru. And then it was the first time I'd ever heard spirit talk to me. And she said like,
5: no, like
4: not yet. You're not ready. Like you just came you know, out of an inpatient program, you just got back from Thailand, like, let yourself settle, like, not yet. And that was when I was 23. And the next week, I found myself in a whole new program, i had quit my job and gone back to school to become a holistic health practitioner. Um, So everything energetic studies, as well as homeopathy, um, you know, aromatherapy, reflex, like everything that you could possibly imagine in this one year, really intense program. And it wasn't until five years later, again, like Anna, sitting with the peyote first and connecting to the grandfather in that way, um, it really kind of propelled me on my path to go finally five years later, go on that exact trip to Peru. And it taught me a very deep lesson. And it's actually the big reason that I'm happy to be here. And that it's you don't put your faith and trust in anything but the medicine in yourself, yourself. You know, and to be mindful of where you place your trust and and what you focus on, Um, because I I opened up some deep karma and some deep stuff just by my lack of information. Um, So, yeah, it's been quite the journey since now, since then, I've been working with plant medicines um, for about the last six years as well, five, six years as well. And really specifically with the Red Road, my family's indigenous to Canada. So a lot of the things that we learn, I learned in different words from my father, praying to the stars, and the moon, talking to my mom and the heavens and and all those things. So it's been a really beautiful path. It's it's brought me home into myself. It's made me love my adversity and everything I've been through with even more gratitude than I had before, which I thought was a lot. (laughs) So I'm very happy to be here. Very grateful, very humbled. Thank you all for sharing your stories as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you, sister. So good to listen. I love listening to always, you know, different journeys. Everybody has a beautiful story. Um, wow. What brought me to the medicine? I think big part of it was that a feeling of being very lost when I was younger, growing up in communist Hungary without any religion or spirituality, that like in retrospect, now I recognize that I felt very lost and disconnected from this perspective. And then being an empath and living in that kind of environment was like pretty traumatizing for me. And on top of that, I was dealing with this chronic pain that was connected to my moon cycle that they couldn't find any uh, physical material uh, or medical explanation why I have that pain. So I think I was always like searching to to understand myself and to understand life and to help myself uh, just to feel better, (laughs) literally, you know, in my life, in my own skin, I think You know, we all relate to that. Most people relate to that. So I was on this quest and um, I was trained as a traditional psychologist um, at the university. And then from there, I went more into alternative, more holistic medicines, different kinds of body work, breath work, yoga therapy, you name it, as Alex said, you know, I'm sure that all of us here have many different certificates and experiences. It's part of the, the healing, the journey, the discovery and um yeah about maybe nine ten years ago i i received this calling as you know people call it calling from the medicine i was i heard about the medicine before and the red road and had some experiences but um i never really felt cold before and this time i got an opportunity to to go to peru to 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 do a traditional shipibo dieta. With a group of awesome people and um, yeah well it totally changed my life so many ways, Um, I think the biggest way like you all mentioned these these things of remembering you know that that there is a teaching in this experience and the type of remembering of of who we are a type of going to the roots of the problem and resolving situations there so in my personal experience the pain I was experiencing each month when when I worked with the medicine it turned out that this is like ancestral memory of abuse that for some reason I was carrying in my being and got activated each month when I would bleed and this was totally energetic and ancestral and spiritual it had nothing I didn't have any physical problems and uh, I tried literally everything in my whole life to reduce this pain and to manage the pain or to be pain-free and um and nothing helped until I went to the medicine. And I think one of you mentioned to go to the root of the issue that the medicine helped me to go to the root of the problem, what created the pain in the first place. And that was something that was non-physical for me. That was a totally spiritual experience. And and I thought, wow, this this is the missing link. So from psychology, I had the mental aspect. I had the emotional aspect as I was an empath. Obviously we are in a materially you know indoctrinated. so we all have that, but I didn't I think I was missing to the spiritual component of myself and, and the world and to put everything into a different perspective. so I can navigate better. So I would say for me that kind of reconnection was one of the biggest gifts. To, to connect to that aspect of myself that is the spiritual and the divine and to, to integrate that aspect and all of my aspects, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, um, into a whole being who we are. I think Diana also mentioned as this 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 sense of wholeness and and this sem- sense of obviously love and acceptance. We all know that there's so many judgments. We are our harshest judge and we self-punishment, <laughs> the inner critic, all of these things uh, we create a harsh environment within ourselves and and working with this medicine helped me to remember and feel this love first and foremost towards myself and all aspects of myself as so many of you mentioned and um and just towards others obviously because it all starts with ourselves and then if you love yourself it's, it's easy to love others of course um I feel what Nessie said um, I don't work so physically so much with the medicine in terms of sitting in circles anymore but I do feel connected to that to that aspect to to her energy and to that reality all the time you know so I uh, I of course it's a different experience when I'm in a circle but I feel that um, she helped me to remember and reconnect and to create different behavior and now I, I i'm practicing all those things and um i think you know at the beginning i was um very much coming from this western mindset that oh this is going to be the magic pill that will hear me in the end because i tried so many things and it has to be something that will hear me even though i had uh experience in healing and different tools I still had the understanding before the medicine that healing somehow comes from outside of me that something or someone or some force or person or being will heal me or help me to heal and I think for me the biggest teaching of the medicine was that that healer is me and I am I am the healer and I I have that power and everything that i need to do that and and she was helping me to remember that and was guiding me how to to find that power in myself and that was a much longer process than an overnight ceremony so i would like to ask your experience about just the integration process versus the ceremony because at the beginning, I also understood it, that the ceremony is kind of the end goal. You go to ceremony and now you've been in the ceremony and, 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 and it's, it's done, you're good now. But my experience was not like that. And what I experienced was that the real work began really after the ceremony. And uh, how to navigate you know what happens after and what are your favorite tools or how did you find your tools or what was that was most helpful for you to to have to practice what you learned from the medicine and to embody that and uh, to support yourself in your integration process.
3: I'll go ahead and up if that's <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, I want to say that, you know, I the, the medicine came in and sort of dropped into my life when I had been doing the work of integration really for decades. You know, I had always always been a spiritual seeker. Um, I have degrees in psychology, education. Um, I'm an ordained minister of metaphysics, um, I'm a certified transformational breath facilitator. So I was, you know, a breath worker. I had been facilitating people with psycho spiritual counseling for many years, you know, decades, and of course doing the work myself, you know, through all of those modalities and. Um, you know, in spite of all of that work, I still had my struggles. I still felt that I hadn't received the depth of healing that I needed. Um, And what I was still struggling with was, you know, complex PTSD from deep childhood trauma, deep childhood trauma um, that had spanned many generations. And, uh, I will say that you know having experience with ayahuasca and with other you know entheogenic medicines really helped sort of break open that part of me that was still um, had that armor around it you know I just hadn't been able to let down some of those barriers or to go deep enough to really have the insight that I needed so the medication did help break open those parts of me that still had the armor around but once that job was done of course it was absolutely my responsibility to continue to get the message apply the message listen to the guidance take action in the guidance and you know i have gotten really deeply into shadow work after the medication and that's you know the ability to follow your emotional triggers and know that those are the sure signs of, you know, the deepest um, core wounds that we received during our childhood. So by following those triggers into those core wounds and mentally, emotionally, energetically healing at that level through shadow work, I found that combined with um, breathwork is just like blows the roof off of everything I've ever done. (laughs) So those are the the core practices that I offer through my ministry now with the Psychedelic Society of America. We have, you know, Shadow Work Tribe and then Breathwork every Sunday. And then we do um, the book studies as well. But um, yeah, it's definitely the ongoing integration and the self-work that really is the key. I'd say, you know, 90% of the healing in my view is the integration, the pre pre and the post. But I will say that, you know, that extra 10% of the medication, it just, it really did shift things for me. It's not as if I wasn't doing the work for decades, I was but I still needed that little extra breaking open and the medicine did do that for me. So yeah, we are the medicine, love is the medicine and the medicine is good medicine. (laughs) Mm -hmm,
2: Alex.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you, Diana. I also agree that, you know, most of the work is that integration. As our brother, teacher, friend, Wani, the man that Anna works with always says, you know, the real ceremony starts when you leave. <laughs> you know, that's the hard part. A Buddhist monk can be a monk up on a hill. No problem sitting there. That's what you're doing, right? Um, so, yeah, my, you know, just in regards to this question, something came to mind for me. Um, my journey with the medicine was a little bit different. She called me to really do a lot of the deep inner child trauma healing work that I needed to do for years, half a decade before I actually got to go sit with her. So our experience together was more of a homecoming. It was just so magical. And I went
0: so deep.
4: The, the shaman couldn't believe it. It was this girl crawling to my altar, walking, dancing to my altar, you know, um, and it was really beautiful. It grounded me in many ways. It, it made sense of the lot of the things that I was feeling and seeing and understanding. um, It kind of just, it really just brought it all down into the earth and just allowed me, I think Diana said this as well, like allowed me to be more of myself. Um, And it was really powerful and with working with people and the medicine now, naturally, you know, I've been doing coaching for, uh, about five years now so I have students who are also I've seen them progress and they're like oh what is this I, like what is this plant medicine I want to you know and so it's turned into an organic um, I also of course help with their integration process and just in with medicine and with not I've observed um, there um, tends to be three stages of our awakening right or our healing you know there's the stage of information where we're receiving all this information this new information about ourselves about our traumas about um, repressed memories, um, the ways of life, energy, understanding, like, whoa, there's this whole other way of living that I never knew about, spirit, magic, it's real. So there's that, that stage of information. It can be a little bit overwhelming. And that's why I find what often people are telling me that their experience within the ayahuasca, they're like receiving all this information that they didn't have access to a lot at once. And then comes the transformation, which I think Angela mentioned, you know, and I really resonated with, you, with what you said about the vision softening and more of the feeling coming up. And oftentimes my teachers have always pushed me and said, go past the vision. Like, that's not it. Like, keep going, um, you know, and, and that's really where it is. And in that feeling, we manifest the transformation. So the visuals don't need to happen. Like, it's that we have that moment of transformation and then afterwards is the integration, which is, I, I think people need so much more support because it's like, we don't want to purify, let it all out and then step out of the field, which I think is a really important part of our integration. And I'm going to talk a little, just a little bit about how I integrate and what I do. And you'll see this beautiful healing technology behind me that I travel around with everywhere now. It's a sacred um, Ibiza calligraphy, which is one stroke. And it was passed down from emperor lineages in China to heal the Shen, the soul. And so what I've been doing a lot um, for my integration, and and again, um, Nina, I'm in the same place as you and as well as Nessie, just taking a step back from the actual ceremony and taking a long time to integrate this. And what's really been helping me is laws of karma, laws of Tao, Um, so not Taoism, um, but understanding laws of karma and understanding how we can clear blockages, understanding the spiritual practices that we need to truly let go because I, tr- I believe like, like Angela healing is immediate. That was like that Tao blessing that I see, you know, it's this immediate, like light. We can heal ourselves immediately. Like I have the power to heal myself. You have the power to heal yourself together. We all have the power to heal ourselves and each other instantly. And so with these practices, with tracing calligraphy, with chanting, with doing deep forgiveness practices. So like that invocation that I said, it's like acknowledging the karma. Um, even if we don't understand everything in between as to here's this human life and here's the karma even if we don't know that's fine because the soul is the boss the soul is the boss of the heart the soul is the boss of the mind the soul is the boss of the body so when we connect to that soul space and really go deep in that practice and trust that practice everything integrates with more ease and grace and i've just witnessed the most powerful transformations within myself within my friends, within my family, even in soul market, like even with Nina, like right in front of our eyes, uh, just, you know, with soul marketing and connecting to the souls we're meant to serve. And so, yeah, it's been really beautiful understanding these, these practices and teachings um, of the Tao with my teacher, doctor and master Zidong Shah. It's just been, it integrates into everything. and So simple laws of karma, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, I I really like the forgiveness practices. One thing that I really resonated, especially with the Ho'oponopono is for many years, I use that practice. So I'm going to give the stick to Angela to talk to talk about that because it's her table.
6: Awesome segue, Nina. I love it. Um, Yeah, I've been teaching Ho'oponopono for the last year Um, I got to meet Dr. Hugh Lin almost 15 years ago and work with him when he brought the prayer from Hawaii and started spreading it globally. And then spirit once COVID hit was just like, now it's your time to teach. And you're actually going to teach it um, based on where you're at and how it's changed your life and not necessarily the way that he's teaching it. And so um, I've opened up Uh, small classes which will be growing shortly as I'm um, creating that platform to hold more students to teach the prayer that the ultimate source of forgiveness is self-forgiveness right that we're all each other and um, you are that spark of God that I am and you are playing the role in my life that I needed you to play for me to remember who I am. And to me, Ho'oponopono is, is coming back home to those pieces and parts of ourselves that we had forgotten and doing it from a felt place, right? So on my spiritual journey, because like many of you, I've been on it for a really long time, but I had all the spiritual concepts and it really wasn't until Ho'oponopono came in that I got to rage, that I gave myself permission to rage at God. And when I raged at God and came undone, I had the biggest breakthrough with no medicine because I believe we can do medicine work just by being in the embodiment and the feelings and the, uh, the medicines getting us and urging us along to, to push us in that direction, just to feel, to be okay with, to being mad at God. And I had a friend recently say, like, what kind of relationship do you have? With Spirit Source, the Beloved, if you can't be mad at God, if you can't really be pissed at God, you know, are we really diving in and going in and through, um, to me, the entire humanity's core wound of abandonment that I was left and I'm separate from my source at some level to experience this human experience? And that when I can really go there and move all the spiritual concepts that have been held here by many teachers, right, for generations, thousands of years, but like bring it into here, which to me is the feminine energy that's calling us to come back home to our hearts, to bring our heart medicine to bring the mother energy back on the planet and hold this space. And what I'm seeing is not just hold this space for ourselves to be really angry at ourselves because of the self-hate that we all carry, to be mad at our mothers and also let our men be pissed at their mothers. Because to me, when we really honor the sacredness of our feelings, all of them, the spectrum of them, including the sacredness of rage, which is very primal energy and we're animalistic and we have got to own these primal energies that we create a space for freedom to break free within ourselves. So as we drill down in these levels of forgiveness and the tools, because I'm not forgiving anyone out here, because what out here, I'm projecting who I am in here, but I forgive in here. And I move through that with grace by feeling all of my feelings. And that's tough, right? Feeling all of my feelings is going to be messy. It's not going to be like, it's not gonna look pretty. It's gonna be like my face is in the dirt sometimes. It's gonna be like I'm blubbering, and slobbery and I'm crying and I'm terrified and it's safe to be terrified and it's safe to feel the fear. I'm scared, I'm angry, I'm ashamed and it's safe. And I can love myself right there because that invitation brings in a level of forgiveness that we all deserve. And that we all get to one first hold that for ourselves. And then as people that are called to work with other people to create that loving space that you get to feel all your feelings that we have all been immensely traumatized and we're all starting to see it now. Like what a celebration to be like what Diana said like I'm terrified and that's okay. I'm, I'm angry and that's okay. Um, we're still holding each other in a level of perfectionism and that's okay, but we can put it down because it's a defense mechanism because we're scared to feel, we're scared to feel the pain that has been carried on from generation to generation, but that we also experienced as children that has been deeply horrifying. And when we start talking about it, we start sharing about it and we start feeling about it. We start changing it. And it's as if by like instant healing, right? Miraculous, all all the pieces come together in a sacred circle right now, as someone who's listening, as someone who's receiving that I get medicine from every woman that's on here speaking as much as they get that from me. And same with somebody who's watching and taking this in because we're in this together. It's a shared energetic exchange. So thank you, thank you so much for receiving me. And thank you so much for me receiving you because I know it deeply, deeply touches me. So
0: thank you, I love you. Thank you, sister, we love you just uh yeah just for our audience who are watching Nessie had to leave she she was really unwell to begin with probably you could see but she wanted to to make it so much so we are just sending her lots of love energy and healing to her physical body she will join with joining us next time hopefully so yeah we continue I have to gracefully bow out as well thank you
6: so yeah. much I'm- I need to come back and watch when it launches thank, thank you Thank you,
0: sister we love you have a nice rest of your day and see you next time hopefully if you need to leave <laughs> and yeah anna uh, would you like to share a couple of words about your tools and what is your favorite tools of integration and how you have people who were integrating their medicine experience
5: oh, for your shares oh i feel like the biggest thing for me when i'm helping people integrate is is just listening you know letting them talk through things themselves ceremony drinking these medicines it's the microcosm of the macrocosm so what we learn in ceremony then we take out into our real life and just like alex said the ceremony begins after the ceremony and so people who are having a hard time integrating that and bringing it into their everyday life it's it always comes down to that choice right like you can't you can't enlighten anybody they need to be inspired choice it's the choice of of okay i want to take this deeper i want to heal this i you know i want to have more love you know all these different things that come up for them in their ceremony and so it's, I, I let them talk it through and I let them, you know, and maybe I say little things, to encourage it, help inspire. And um, what I'm seeing really with integration is everybody has a different way, whether it's breath work, whether it's movement, whether it's sound, healing, all these different things. My way, what I do is I have 10 hectares to take care of, of land. I work. Personally, my way of integrating, um, which is what I'm going to create with this this healing center, is having a big choice of things for people to choose from to help with their integration. And it's it's this busy work with our hands, right, and or whatever, going deeper into ourselves that we get to sit there and mentally process things. Um, Yeah, so that's my favorite way of integrating. Thank you.
0: Thank you, sister. Yeah, nature, nature, nature. One of the biggest healer, right? I live in such a beautiful place in the Caribbean and wow, that's for me as well. And and I love that. That's one of the reasons why we come together to share oral tools. As Anna said, Uh, there are so many ways that there are so many tools and you know, people would resonate with different tools or at different times with the same person resonates with different tools. I've seen this so many times, so I'm definitely for diversity and offering a wide range of tools and support for people. Um, When I support people in the integration, I, I look at the different aspects so the physical body we we're talking about dietary changes and nourishing your physical body eating habits your relationship with your food with your physical body um you know emotionally obviously trauma healing all of us said that emotional release breath work is also one of my favorite (laughs) tools. we all love breath work it's just so powerful it's so simple way of moving the energy and and it's all you can do it anybody can do it is with basic understanding i think it's one of the powerful tool that i i like to use um on mm. the mental level i work a lot with mindset and uncovering limiting beliefs and shifting beliefs and changing mindset obviously we create our reality through the mind, so I think it's important to do some gardening there and reflect the our belief systems, and, and then on the spiritual uh, level of obviously karmic work, and, and uh, karmic entanglements, and healing ancestry lines, and family lineage, or you know, working with other timelines, if that's necessary um i really liked what um angela said shared about the core wound of abandonment and separation you know separation i think i I would call it separation but it feels like an abandonment and i think we're all familiar (laughs) with that feeling and and that you know bringing that back into that wholeness and and to that connectedness i really uh think that there is just so many ways to do that and and i feel that this medicine just really helping us to to remember how to do that to remember but ultimately we need to do with need to apply that wisdom that clarity that awareness and we need to act upon it and that takes some time um, to create change in your life they say it takes about 30 days to change a habit but yeah I have much more much longer integration processes and when I work with individuals who come with the medicine and as um, the first time um, I do a one-year integration while they don't drink any more medicine for the year while they are doing the integration there is other ways to work with the same medicine you know this is my approach but I observe that as Diana said, you know, the, the big part of the work happens in that time, and then dots are connected and things are happening. And when I prepare people for this journey, I explain to them that imagine, you know, how much you are holding, you know, how much trauma, how much sadness, how much everything we are all holding just by living. And imagine that would be released straight, like from one minute to another. You would go crazy. You would go insane. You wouldn't be able to to process it. Your your body might give up, you know, processing everything all at once. So I believe I can feel that there is a huge intelligent design that is your the, the intelligence of your being who knows what you are ready for to release, and you're ready to drop into a deeper level or go closer to that core. Wound whatever and all of us shared that we did a lot of work before we get there and I believe that is very necessary because you don't want to re-traumatize a person by you know releasing everything so it takes time change to happen and it takes conscious effort and I, I, I would like to emphasize that It is a participatory process healing is a participatory process that all of us you know mentioned it here that we are the most important part you play the most important part you need to participate it's your healing process nobody can do it for you and this is something that part of shifting our perspective and re-educating ourselves because most of us come from a culture where it said that no the solution is outside of you and other people will give it to you or things will give it to you or cause it to you so there is a fundamental understanding that is needed in order to accept that no you you can do it and you are able to do it and then how you're gonna do that so um I'm really excited and passionate about the different tools and uh, bringing just the diversity and the variety of offerings so each person can choose what they resonate with in any given moment. And um, yeah, Nessie's not here anymore, but obviously her tool is sound and singing and using the voice, you know, to express yourself and to to heal and to open spaces that might have been closed. So she's going to share about that hopefully next time. But there are so many ways to to go about the same thing and uh, i i find what what a lot of you mentioned this uh, with with grounding and connecting with the earth that i feel the medicine is very much open and connected me and reminded me to to that spiritual nature of who we are but at the same time it grounded me into the earth and it's maybe hard for people to 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 understand or imagine how is that possible but yeah definitely my connection with the earth and nature and connecting with nature with the earth and through the earth that energy of this particular medicine and that energy of the feminine that that energy of the divine goddess is is, you know when i'm nature i feel connected to that all the time and that is something that i can always go to you know no matter but I am, you know, I can just go outside and be in nature and just connect to that energy. If if I feel a little bit lost or or remembered, <laughs> so yeah, just putting the stick in the middle, sisters. Anything that came up that you would like to throw in and share?
4: Just want to thank you again, Nina, for you know really just activating this new way of serving within you and bringing us all together. And I'm just really grateful to be here and. Um, hold space and you know allow myself to show up. So
0: thank you so much again. Thank you, thank you all. This is a beautiful co-creation, and yeah, Diana giving you the
3: stick. Thank you, Nina. uh Yes, I want to thank you so much for bringing us together today. It's a great idea. It's a beautiful experience. I'm so just pleased to meet the other ladies here. I feel the wisdom. I feel the experience. I feel. You know, there's so much here, um, and I'm excited to, you know, maybe do this again around different topics. Um, This is just a a beautiful thing. I I love it. Um, I guess my last word is love is the medicine, and (laughs) aho.
0: Thank you sisters. Yeah, just to finish off for today. Yes, more to come, more topics, more people to join us. We are very excited. And yeah, before we, we finish, I would like to ask you just to share your offering if you have any current offering to our community, to all the listeners who are looking for tools or programs or support or guidance you know on their healing journey. Yeah, putting the stick in the middle.
3: I'll jump back in. Um, the offerings that I have out right now are integration services, and it's through the Psychedelic Society of America. We have a private Facebook group, and we also have a page on Facebook. We have Instagram. Um, we are at www.thepsychedelicsocietyofamerica.org. Uh, the as our website. And if we have integration support services that right now include weekly meetings on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m., uh, that's Breathwork. Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., 7 p.m. is Shadow Work Tribe. And then on Sundays we do Shadow Work, breath work, and trippy Book Club.
0: <laughs> so-
3: full package of integration services we're here to help you through it thank
0: you sis
2: you're welcome
0: alex do you have anything going on that you would like to put that there for our people
4: sure i would love to um yeah so everyone listening if you feel like you'd like to connect with me you can get in touch with me on instagram at my handle is she is your medicine And on there, you'll find a link tree with a lot of free offerings and meditations, things like that. Um, I'm always taking one-on-one clients for many different things. But right now in specific, I have two groups opening. One is called the Aligned Healer, and it's for other coaches, other mystics who are preparing to create integral space online for healing and how to vibrationally connect the, the container that you're offering and how to do that safely, which has been really fun. And then I have another um, healing container opening that is healing the inner child through the souls of, uh, through the soul houses. So going through the chakras and healing the inner child, Um, both are starting in May sometime. And I have also private communities that you can reach out to let me know. Some are subscription-based, some are free. Um, So yeah, lots of things going on. There's a little bit of some hoops to jump through. So I invite anyone to just reach out to me, connect with me, and I'll share with you whatever is aligned and appropriate.
0: Thank you, sister, for sharing your beautiful magic. And yeah, Anna, sister, what's happening on your land? You have a lot of cool offerings too.
5: Right now, I'm I'm a bridge person. I am such fancy things. And I'm getting that started, I'm working on that to where I can actually have stuff online, integration online, we're gonna start with the community here, Um, Nina's gonna be a part of that. But for now, just that bridge from people to the medicine.
0: Yes, thank you, Anna. She has beautiful community starting in Costa Rica in the Guanacaste area, Ometeo, and lots of good projects are brewing there and very safe and um, respectful medicine circle. So we're going to share Anna's uh, availability and her contact for, with all of you. <clears throat> thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you can reach me on avatarhealingarts.com. That's my website. There's a lot of free offerings. I have a podcast on ayahuasca assisted therapy focusing on the integration process and the book called Heart Medicine uh, Ayahuasca assisted therapy and the integration process that is available on Amazon. I also have a blog that is about healing and, and awakening and self empowerment. That's all free, available on my website. And uh, yeah, I work with individuals, uh, mostly to help them in their integration and their healing journey. Um, But now I'm I'm happy to to, um, make more uh, offerings online available to people who cannot travel or cannot come to Mexico right now where I am. So yeah, in May, we are... um, I'm launching a program. It's it's gonna be a three months mentoring to connect with your intuitive guidance and to follow intuitive guidance. So that's something very exciting that I haven't put out there, but we are working on in the background. And I feel that that will really support people because I know from my experience that when I was so lost and so mental and so much information and you don't know what is true and what to believe in anymore and feeling lost and confused, it's a scary place to be and um, to discover that we have this internal guidance system that is built in you know and it's unique and it's 100% reliable and it's tailored to your best life and best needs that that was a game changer for me and uh, in terms of how i navigate my life experience so that's that's what i will i will focus on sharing with you if you're interested so yeah thank you so much for for listening and for being here we're gonna just close the circle with a little meditation and we're gonna include all of the availabilities in the description with the link So let's just take a few breaths and
1: we are so grateful to be in this space, to come
2: together, to share, to connect, to co-create,
0: to bring this medicine of love and light and healing and awareness into the world, to be instruments
1: of the divine Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the technology, the internet to share our message and to connect with like-minded
0: people who resonate. Thank you for all of those beautiful souls who are tuning in or will listen to this recording at any point in
1: time. We love you. Thank you for all the support the earth, the elements, the guardians, the directions, the ancestors,
2: the galactic families. I'm just sending blessings and love
1: to the world from our hearts, to your heart, wherever you are right now. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, we love you, we love you, we love you,
2: we are all one, unity consciousness. Just taking another deep breath.
1: Exhale gently. Opening the eyes. Whenever you're ready, just
0: you can come off mute to say goodbye. Thank you, beautiful sisters, for being here with us and sharing your medicine, your magic, your heart.
5: Thank you, Nina. Thank
0: you so much.
5: We love you.
4: Thank you, everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you, tuning in. And see you all soon. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.